This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. You're listening to Atoxas Radio 105.4 FM, and this is Bangers and Trash, the Eastern Friday show. You're here with Rosa. Hi, this is me recording during lockdown at home. Um, you hear my cat meow in the background. That's just part of, you know, working from home um, and the lifestyle we've all embraced under lockdown, uh, which for me includes a lot of. Yes, sitting. Um, So I've been really trying to put in daily walks and actually really put effort into what I'm doing. Um, Today's episode is a little bit different. I had a little bit of time to probably think about it and plan what I was going to talk about. And so this morning um, or yesterday, depending what time zone you're in, Billboard released a cover article on BTS, the Korean pop group. Uh, And it was really interesting. Um, It was an interview with BTS. But instead, it focused on the strategy of the fan base of buying singles to maintain chart positions and whether that was a form of chart manipulation. Um, and they asked this directly to BTS themselves and to BTS's company. So this is essentially just me diving into, I guess, the history of, of fandoms buying music um, and whether it's a fair call to say that buying music does actually equal chart manipulation. So. A couple of episodes ago, I mentioned how the show is called Bangers and Trash because the original concept with me and my co-host Trent was to talk about bangers, things we enjoyed, and trash, things we didn't enjoy throughout the week. So this is kind of a combination of the two and kind of reviving the bangers and trash aspect of the show rather than just the bangers aspect. Um, So I'll be talking about the banger part of, you know, just the, the fascinating thing that is a fandom culture and the history of fandom culture within music, specifically the Beatles, and then kind of the trash part, I guess, to to have the chance to interview a band that is at the helm of the current pop, the current shift in pop music, and instead to, to ask them about, um, to kind of hold them accountable for the fact that, you know, maybe the usual Western artists aren't making it to number one. So to start off, before I get into that, um, this is Mike Drop by BTS.
Radio 105.4 FM. That was Mic Drop by BTS. So today's episode, I'm going to be discussing whether buying music equals chart manipulation. And this is because of an article, a cover story by Billboard, where they interviewed BTS, who are currently the biggest group in the world, if not one of the biggest acts, um, and asked them directly whether they thought their fans crowdsourcing money to buy singles in an above-board way, as the article describes it, as a form of chart manipulation. Um, one of the first things I thought about when I read this article um, was the, an article from Forbes um, just about halfway through last year, which is, oh, sorry, which is titled, The Beatles and BTS are the only groups to sell one million album units in 2020. And I feel like that is a pretty good way to start this discussion. Um, talking about how you, I mentioned earlier, sorry, uh, that you have this comparison between Beaches and the Beatles for the fan base for, you know, the, um, the rise to stardom in the United States, despite not originally being of United States origin. Uh, and then this fandom power, not just the fandom experience, but the fandom power that comes from it. So this article talking about how, the Beatles and BTS are the only groups to sell one million albums, I think really just introduces everything that I'm talking about today. Um, BTS has been compared to the Beatles in the past. Uh, one of their performances of Boy With Love on an American late night show was styled to be like the Beatles' first performance on the Ed Sullivan show, all in black and white, um, in suits. And Although it does feel a bit like, well, there isn't the next Beatles and the Beatles isn't trying to be the Beatles, that comparison can feel a bit stale. Um, 
there is some merit to it to talk about uh, when you look into the original history of the Beatles, um, how their fan base began, they were just known as, it was Beatlemania, you know, it was these teenage girls and these women who were really invested in this group and propelled them to the stardom and put effort into buying records, put effort into going to shows, put effort into promoting these groups. And the same thing is happening now. So BTS's fan base is known as ARMY. Um, and one of the things that really has struck me is the length of time with which BTS has been around before they have risen to this current stardom. So one of the things Billboard brings up is the actions of ARMY in crowdsourcing the ability to buy singles. Um, recently, Billboard took out the ability of artists to sell bundles, which is when an artist will sell a hoodie or candles or even something like underpants. And when you buy one of these merch items, you also get a free download of a single. And now that free download contributes to Billboard. On another similar but different note, um, Lord Solar Power, she released it through these, uh, sorry, through vinyl or through these music boxes. Now, these don't actually contain a CD and none of them count for Billboard. I got one of them. I love Lord. We all know that. Um, and in it, it included four postcards with handwritten notes on the back. It included um, just a beautiful poster some little like lyric descriptions. It was really a musical experience and it would be what you would consider bundling if it had come with a free download. But instead, Lord specifically chose for none of that to count for Billboard. So she is saying, look, I'm sending this out for fans only. Um, this is a way for fans to interact with me and how I want solar power to be perceived. And I feel like there is a similar mode of thinking when it comes to BTS and their physical singles. So when you're buying either a single online through Apple Music or something like that, or you're buying one of their physical singles, those are the only ways you can get a hold of these singles. You cannot buy merch and just get a free download. Now, Billboard did see the problem with bundles, and this is why they um, stopped them being able to use them in the charts. And I believe it was another Forbes article that was titled that said, you know, um, Bundles are going to ruin a lot of Billboard artists charting, but not BTS's, because BTS has only relied on physical sales. And that, I think, was one of the misfires of the current cover story on BTS, is looking at these sales of physical items, which Billboard itself admits is an above-board way, as being a form of manipulation. I don't believe having a dedicated fan base could be seen as manipulation. Um, I did mention Lord Solar Power. I did want to talk about how much I've been in love with Mood Ring recently. So the next one coming up is Mood Ring. And when we come back, I should be just wrapping up the segment. I feel like this has been a lot of talking about music, about things that maybe you don't really, you know, normally talk about. Um, but I think it's still really interesting to think in this age of constant online connectivity, um, you still have these physical sales of albums that are driving the popularity of groups like BTS or physical sales of music boxes like Lord. This is Moodring by Lord. I'm trying to blow bubbles, but inside can't seem to fix my mood. Today it's as dark as my roots If I, if I ever let them grow out 
With at Houses Radio 105.4 FM, and this is Bangers and Trash, the Euston Pride Show. That was Mood Ring by Lord. So, in the last segment, I was discussing um, the sale of physical albums and singles, and how Billboard was discussing with BTS directly whether that could be considered a form of chart manipulation. Now, obviously, when you talk to someone, you're going to get a reply. Um, I thought I would bring up what RM, who is the leader of BTS's group, um, replied to this comment uh, from the article itself. It's a fair question, says RM of allegations that ARMY's work amounts to chart manipulation. But if there is a conversation inside a billboard about what being number one should represent, then it's up to them to change the rules and make streaming way more on the ranking. Slamming us or our fans for getting to number one with physical sales and downloads 
I don't know if that's right. It just feels like we're easy targets because we're a boy band, K-pop act, and we have this high fan loyalty. And I think that's at the crux of what this article has missed. The reason why fans have gone to physical sales is because you simply don't get radio play in the United States for songs that are not in English, unless you have something like Despacito, which becomes a huge hit internationally. So BTS's English singles that they released recently have fared a lot better on the radio charts, uh, sorry, the radio play contributing to charts than any of their Korean singles. Um, We can also see this from uh, Life Goes On, which was their Korean single released last year. Uh, There's a classic tweet which was mentioned in a few articles discussing this problem um, where it was Life Goes On has gotten five plays so far after its release and then someone has quoted it and said, let's go for six. And it's that sort of excitement or that sort of enthusiasm that you can really clearly see coming through from ARMY when engaging with BTS music you know, no matter what the outside um, perception is, no matter what, you know, the radio decides is musical or is not, like, sorry, is good music or is not good music, not worthwhile of radio play, the army is still there to go, all right, well, you know, we appreciate this. Life Goes On is a beautiful song detailing the struggles of falling into this pandemic. One of the lyrics in it that I love is discusses how spring just didn't get the message and still arrived. So, you know, you're stuck inside, you're worrying about everything and yet your weather outside is still beautiful. And I feel like that's really hit home, especially with this recent lockdown. I know for me, it's definitely been nice and sunny outside and suddenly you become so aware of all the things you used to do outside. Um, but yeah, so Life Goes On did end up with a Billboard number one uh, Hot 100 uh, placement and that was mainly due to sales because there was absolutely no radio play. Um, and now you might be thinking... Okay, so sure, you can buy a lot of singles, you can put a lot of effort into crowdsourcing or or crowdfunding so that people who are not able to buy the singles normally now have access to be able to buy them. That seems like a nice effort, but it still feels like maybe it's a small group of people. Now, one of the things that the uh, Billboard cover article failed to mention was that pre-COVID, um, BTS was doing sold out stadium tours so for example they sold out two nights in Wembley in an hour and a half Wembley has around 90,000 people um, during the pandemic uh, they had two they've had two live concerts um, these have been online you know fans paid by um, I've watched both of them it was a very nice reprieve from sitting through lockdown or watching otherwise terrible news um, and what this ended up uh, sorry this amount uh, these two concerts amounted to 2 million viewers and that's paid viewers um, who knows how many live streams were happening that allowed other people to watch. So there is this general demand um, and I think I just woke up this morning, I read the article and I went, look, I just feel like I have to talk about this. As someone who had joined radio because of her love for music, you know, if you've listened to me since 2015, which is a long while away, um, you will have followed my musical journey. I think when I first started here in 2015, I was really in love with Turn On Pilots. Um, I actually talked to a friend recently about some of their music, how much I still hold Vessel and Blurryface and Turn On Pilots, the debut album, so close to my heart, how much those albums meant to me in that time my life meant to me. Lord has been a consistent love of music. I floated in with different music from TV shows and movies, um, and BTS has been constantly a musician, a music group, sorry, that um, I have introduced you to since 2018. So this space has always enabled me to gather my thoughts and try and present something that I feel is 
you know what what should be spoken about what I think is important to hear on the radio waves um, and that's what I think is so special about being at Tarek's radio I will say if you have just tuned in of course all of this is my own opinion um, the radio station holds no opinions towards Billboard or anything like that it's just me going I feel like there's a bit more to the story than is being presented in this article um, that said there are some amazing breakdowns that you can go and read that do involve uh, telling of the BTS story um, for example, a beautiful Rolling Stone uh, cover story, The Triumph of BTS from 20, uh, earlier this year, just talks about um, exactly how that journey has been from 2013 to now, what they've accomplished, what they want to accomplish in future. Um, I think that any sort of new music phenomenon, such as the Beatles uh, and now BTS, is going to have a general reaction of, of not understanding why there is such a dedicated fan base. Um, when I was reading up about the Beatlemania, I did see stories from pastors, right-wing pastors, saying it must be some sort of demonic possession, some sort of mass hysteria. You know, people don't normally act like this. Um, and while it's not on the same level, I wonder with the billboard going, people don't normally buy music, people don't normally buy singles, kind of has, will have the same ring to it in, you know, maybe 20 years in the future. And people go, well, buying music isn't actually that big of a deal. Um, it's not actually what it's made out to be. So, yeah, that's kind of been my, my big ramble for today. Um, thank you very much for listening. I hope pandemic is treating you well. Um, I thought that the best song to kind of finish everything today would be Life Goes On by BTS, the song I mentioned earlier. Um, this is just a nice, yeah, calm song. It really encapsulates to me um, that feeling of being within the pandemic but really trying to just strive through and see a brighter future. Do check out the English translation of the lyrics if you can. Um, I think it's really beautiful, really important to discuss. Uh, and my main music recommendation, even though this has been about BTS, is please go and listen to Lord's Solar Power album. I need more people to talk to about it. Um, my personal favourite's a big star, her love letter to a dog who has since died, uh, leader of a new regime, only a minute and a half, and yet feels like it could go on forever and I would not complain. Um, Fallen Fruit, a beautiful uh, song detailing the effects of climate change and the fear it leaves in your heart when you think of what your future might hold. Um, and then, of course, Stoned at the Nail Salon, a good old classic favourite, a song I just really adore. So please check out Solar Power. Those songs and many more are all available. Um, thank you very much for listening. I hope you made your Friday a little more banging and good luck with the rest of lockdown.
말해 세상이 다 변했든 다행히도 우리 사이는 아직 여태 안 변했네 하루 시작과 뜻 안녕이란 말로 오늘과 내일을 또 함께 이어보자고 어둠에 숨지마 백찬자 떠오르니까 끝이 보이지 않아 줄 누가 있긴 할까 아득되지 않아 않아 잠시 두 눈을 감아 여기 내 손을 잡아 저 미래로 This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.